Guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It is totally free. Everybody loves free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. time since episode number six we do not have major sports to talk about welcome to episode 23 of inside the minds your hat trick for food beer and sports i'm joined by three guys who make this podcast as great as it is we got kevin bart and matt how's it going guys hello hello guten tag guten morgen guten afternoon God, man, all those so extra yeah sorry every time <laughs> absolutely <laughs> Well, as I mentioned, it's been a while since we've had live major sports to talk about on this podcast, but after four months, it's finally coming to an end. Baseball starting back up on July 23rd, which is this upcoming Thursday for us, and hopefully for good. We'll get into that a little bit later on in the episode, while basketball and hockey are going to be making more strides and restarting a little bit later next week. So, Kevin, how have you been doing, man? I've been good. Um, not much has been going on outside of like going to PT and just doing work stuff, like not doing, doing much. Uh, I am excited for baseball to be back though. Like this is our last week without us major sports. Soccer is still a major sport for us. It is like the number one sport in the world, but whatever. <laughs> All right. Now, I mean, it's the only sport being played. True. <laughs> Bart, how's it going? Uh, good, good. It's, I, I just, Came back on a Wednesday from uh, a trip to uh, Colorado and uh, Utah, so that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, I did experience sleeping at a Walmart for for one night. Uh, we got to Colorado Springs at like one a.m. in the morning, so we're like, "Fuck it, let's sleep in a, in a parking lot in Walmart." And that was okay. Morning. All right, I was hoping you'd say parking lot. Because that was just sounding like, did they close the store with you there? Like, oh no, no, yeah, no. The cl- the store closed <laughs> at like eleven thirty p.m. So we we got there. Store was closed, and the amount of shenanigans that went on. I, I I'm just gonna highlight a couple. Okay, beautiful. There was a dispensary, um, really close to it. Right, a couple guys parked, jumped over the so so their dumpster was fenced off. Right. A couple dudes jumped over that fence, jumped in the dumpster. All of a sudden, I just see two bags flying in the air, right? Ugh, okay. They, they take them into their car, right? They do something, toss it back into the dumpster. All right. That's not weird, right? That's, that's, that's normal. Okay. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Right. I fall asleep for a little bit. 3 a.m. in the morning. A guy with a leaf blower, okay, at Walmart is blowing leaves at 3 a.m. in the morning. He couldn't sleep. I, what you- <laughs> I thought it. I thought it was a chainsaw at first. Okay, I was. I'm like, we're we're gonna die. Walmart chainsaw massacre. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, not only that, I was like reading, like you know, like where's some like places to to 
sleep like overnight and stuff. And I just started reading stories about people getting killed at rest stops and how sketchy a uh, Walmart parking lot can be. And so I was, I was, I was freaked out. I, I maybe you know, slept like three hours. I don't think you'd have to. I could. T- I could have told you you didn't have to Google that. Those are very sketchy places to be at that time where you were. Yeah, I know, but but it just. I came across it. I ended up reading it, and then when I was in the parking lot, I'm like, "This is this is for real. This is this is the end. This is the end for me." So, yeah, that was. Thankfully, you're here. That was. <laughs> I made it though. Nice. Glad to hear you're alive, Bart. Um, well, Chris, thank you for asking so nicely, but hey, my week has not <laughs> gone great. I was uh, drinking my on. tea, um, sir. You were drinking your tea. I thought you were oh. said you were drunk, jerking your tea. All right. Um, anyway, Whatever floats his boat. Oh, God. Oh, All right. Matt. Well, Matt. Oh, get your mouth out of the gutter. It's out of the gutter. Jesus. I don't have gutters. I live in an apartment. I have a balcony. This, this <laughs> conversation has turned into a Walmart parking lot. At 3 a.m. Oh. Anytime. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway. So, uh, one of my favorite shows on Netflix is going to be back next week. Uh, you guys have heard of Last Chance You, correct? Nope. Uh, well, you're missing out. Watch it. I'm sure you have, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's awesome. They're doing their last season of football, and then they're moving on to basketball. Um, but speaking of basketball, the Orlando Bubble, they put up an NBA barbershop like you know, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's like a little house. Um, they put it up just now, and I have, I, I don't. Know, I mean, I'm. What it looks like is a. If you guys have ever played 2K, uh, it looks like the my neighborhood, my player neighborhood setup in 2K. So, yeah, that's what that's what uh, caught my attention this week. <laughs> I I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it yet, but. It doesn't surprise me. I don't, I don't know what more they could possibly do in this scenario. Um, but, uh, it, uh, I mean, they're just making best of what they can. So, we'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. So, thanks for bringing that up, Matt. But it is pretty crazy to see see what kind of lengths that they're going to. But, you no, know, for me, it's just really about I'm just excited sports are back. I, I gave myself a little taste uh, with the uh, Yankees and the Mets game last night I'm and sorry. I mean it was just at least some baseball and you can kind of see how it's going to be looking with without fans or with the Mets case those yeah. creepy cardboard cutouts right behind home plate that I really hated personally I'll get into that a little late a little bit later but that's creepy it really is they should just put like uh what are those called beanie babies just enlarged beanie babies enlarged or beanie babies. stuffed animals or like Korea and do set stalls Yep, exactly. Or that, you know. <laughs> I mean, whatever whatever floats your boat, like you said. Anyway, but I'm just pumped sports are coming back. It's it's going to be fun. I, I just bought a brand new TV, so that's going to be put to real good use, especially once the NHL playoffs start, start coming back. Well, we do want to get into a food and beer review. We do like to do those every week on this show. Kevin and Matt, I know you got a couple that you want to review. I think you'll love yours, Kevin, right? Yeah, Kevin can go first because he's never had Guinness before. So I want to hear his like, honest opinion. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, well, you just like, ruined on. my surprise. I wasn't going to say till the end. But yeah, so I tried Guinness for the first time this past week. Um, I tried Guinness Blonde before back in my younger days of being 21. Um, so just four years ago. But like, I thought Guinness Blonde was the most disgusting thing I've ever tasted. So I'd never want to try actual Guinness. But I tried it. I will say it was smoother than I thought it would be because Matt was like, oh, dark beers go down smooth. You'll be fine. 
That was correct. Yeah. I'll give him that. Um, and honestly, the flavor wasn't too bad. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, way more, like, overwhelming and just hard to get down. But honestly, it was smooth, good flavor. Still don't like dark beers that much. So because of that, I would give it a 5.5 out of 10. So I don't hate it. I'd possibly try it again, but like not something I would drink all the time. That's still a decently high rating for. It's not bad. I, not I, I feel like it's it's an, an an acquired taste. It might it, yeah. it might take a few Guinnesses before it's just like, all right, you know what, Kevin, your palate sure. just needs to adjust. Yeah, I mean, the first sip <laughs> I took, I didn't like it. I probably would have given it a three. And the second one I took, the second sip I took, it was like a five, five and a half. I expected me to give it like a negative twenty-seven. So five and a half is pretty good. It's not, not horrible. Not horrible on your part. Have you had an, an Irish car bomb? Uh, no, because I didn't think I'd like Guinness. I don't like Jameson. I don't think I've never had Jameson, so I'd actually don't. What? Come on. <laughs> I am oh, yeah. not experienced. Well, Kevin's got some Jameson now. Yeah, I, I do have some Jameson good. now, thanks to Matt. Oh, yeah, that was my exciting Matt or my exciting week update. Matt gave me a ton of alcohol. I did, yeah. It is exciting. Bar will come later. Future excitement. <laughs> Nice. <clears throat> All right. So I guess, you know, Chris, are you allowing me to go? Is this your transition over to the greatness? I mean, this, that's up to you. I mean, if All you right. don't want to go, that's fine. We can just uh, skip well, over you. No, 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 no. Just go, okay. No, I'll just go right to the next segment. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to do it, please. <laughs> fine. Whatever. Okay. Thanks. Please, please crop this out, please. Okay. No. <laughs> Absolutely We not. want people to hear what Matt sounds like when he's talking to his wife. Yeah, usually when I have to beg for water. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Anyway. All right, she's currently so. in the room right now, so he... Pretty much legally has to say that. Uh, I plead. Uh, uh, hi, Kathy. I plead the fifth. Anyway, all right. Moving on. So I tried something called uh, from Goose Island called the SPF. Uh, essentially, it's a pink can. I was open for some fruitiness. Uh, I guess, you know, I got some. What it is, it's a 5.5% dark yellow beer, you know, which is up there if you're talking about beer how strong it is dark yellow um it's very crisp uh i like that part i like that's how it's crisp and it hits the tongue and it's nice and when it's cold when it's hot don't like it at all whatsoever but when cold it's, it's good it's like wait, it's wait it's chris it's it's crisp oh crisp are you like well, your beers yes sometimes anyway before i was rudely interrupted it is crisp with P at the end, uh, <laughs> with hints of passion fruit and pineapple. Um, when you smell it, it has an aroma of fruitiness, but it's not too sweet. You know, it's not too bitter. It's kind of sour. It's got the aftertaste of vanilla, which absolutely kills it for me. It starts off very promising, but the aftertaste is—it's a no-go. Um, yeah, honestly, I mean, that's what—that's what really matters too. Is the aftertaste like yeah. how it just stays in your mouth? Yeah, it wasn't pleasant at all whatsoever. If the aftertaste was better, I would have given it like maybe over an eight, but this gets a five point eight out of ten. Um, I was yeah, I was not you know I was very pleasantly surprised because it just it wasn't good. It's just literally don't, don't stop drinking it. That's so you can get the aftertaste. Just. It's literally right, exactly. But what it is, it's like to me what I compared it to. It's literally like a white claw that's not carbonated in a pale ale beer form. Yeah, I know. That's very confusing description. Why? Because that's a lot going on. 
It is. It is. Yeah. I know. I, I you know, but that's what I can compare it to. I have. I, I find no other comparisons. It's just. It's a dark yellow white claw. It's not carbonated in a pale ale beer, beer form. Why is it not awful. carbonated? Do you have to get a shitty pack or something? No, I'm saying like a white claw. That's not like oh. fizziness. <laughs> oh, oh okay. my god! All right, Jesus. So, would you recommend trying it? You can. Um, now the only problem is it's there. It's a six pack for like twelve bucks. Oh nope, I'm not trying that. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've tried better what? Goose Island beers, and I just I nah, I wasn't having this one. Yeah, I've yeah. only tried three one two. So three one two is great. I love three one two. So good. Goose Island. But this one was promising because it was a pink. I was like hoping that it'd be like a nice, you know, not I'm not like overly sweet beer, but sweet beer. But it's just, eh, whatever. Again, starts off promising. Aftertaste just kills it. But yeah, there you go. That was uh, Goose Island SPF in a pink in a pink can. Well, there you have it. I mean, leave it up to yourself if you want to go try it. I mean. I'd try it personally, but I, I wasn't able to. Didn't really think about it. I had my own selection that I wanted to give a try, but we'll get that into that later. But we have a debate that's been going on all week between us. I want you who are listening right now, I need you to start thinking about what your favorite fast food fries are, okay? It can be anything from – it can be nationwide. It can be local. So we're in the Chicagoland area, so maybe like a Culver's type of place or if you're out west – you know, if you're thinking like an in and out, start thinking about your favorite fries. See if you agree with those, disagree with those, and let us know. We'd love to know what you guys think. But, guys, what are your favorite fast food fries? Are you asking us for the audience? No, no you guys. You. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, no, you Kevin, actually just, Kevin, I will just allow you to go Matt. first. I will I'll allow you to go first since okay, you have bad takes. That's fine. <laughs> I don't have no bad takes. Listen, all right. Matt's is I with the rough starts over here. I will, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to name a top five, uh, and then a debate can ensue from there. I will start from five to one. As you guys, as I, okay, so here, let me give you a little backstory. I tried Canes for the first time in I don't know how long. Um, Wait, for those, of those, for those of us who don't know what Raising Canes is, what is it, Matt? It is Delicious. a Louisiana, uh, it's not like Popeye's Louisiana chicken, but it, it is from Louisiana. Um, it's a chicken tender place. You can get loads and loads of chicken tenders. Uh, the sauce is amazing. Chicken tenders. It is absolutely great. I it mean, I can heaven. drink. I can drink it from like a large cup by itself. Um, I don't care what happens to my stomach afterwards. I'll worry about it later. But I can definitely do the sauce. But essentially, that's what it is. But now, I, I, you guys have, you know, I told you if the fries were better, I would rate raising canes higher. But here I go from five to one. Number five, it is only because of the sauce. Do not get this twisted. It is not because it's salt that I could have put on these fries by myself. Kevin, only because of the sauce, Raising Cane's fries gets the number five spot, which is pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not too bad. Number four, I wish these were around longer, but nacho fries from Taco Bell. They're amazing. They're great. I love them. Yes, they only get a four because they're not year-round, Chris. Don't give me that face. Don't give me that face. The what? fact they're, they're in your top five is absolute blasphemy. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't like you don't like nacho fries from Taco Bell? I like nacho fries, but they're not my top five. Okay, okay, but also, like, if Raising Cane's fries, if you only like them because of the sauce, then why are you even putting them in your top five? Well, the, the because... The sauce is not included in this, be, in this conversation. Well, yes, it is. Because... Absolutely is. 
Yeah, it absolutely. Because you're not going to do a raisin canes and not get the sauce. I mean, okay, I wouldn't. Know. If we're just talking about fries, why are why 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 are you considering the sauce? You, I dip my fries. I'm a yeah. sauce junkie. Okay. okay, Matt. What's your top three? Okay, so again, number four, natural fries from Taco Bell. Okay. The way they are seasoned, and I dip them in cheese. That's what makes them for four. Number three is the Chick Fil A waffle fry. Um, again, with or without the sauce, it's fine uh, from Chick-fil-A. Number two is Popeye's. Always got to have Popeye's fries. And number one, I like if I could have if I could bathe in these, I would. Uh, but I don't because that is the opposite of bathing. Um, it is Wingstop fries. I love it. The seasoning is absolutely amazing. You do not have to dip them. You can get them in any sort of way, and oh, they're so good. Those are that's my top five. Guys, let's hear yours. Let's, Kevin, you want to go next? Yeah, I'll go next. You go said Wigstop was your number one? <laughs> Fries, absolutely. Okay. All right, Bart, what do you – hold on, Kevin, before you go, what do you have to say to that, Bart? I'm sorry. I, well, you said that you just sit back and drink your water. I was uh, – <laughs> um, I, I just – I don't know. It just kind of surprised me. I thought you were going to give, like, some – I don't know, some other restaurant a little bit more interesting. I, I don't even know how you guys rate fries. I, I, I feel like I get different fries all the time from wherever I get them. Like it's either oh. it's always either like too salty, not not salty enough, or just right. Like it just doesn't even matter. I don't know how you guys do it, but go ahead. Go on, Kevin. Um, before Kevin, you go on, I'm gonna piss Kevin off right now. An honorable mention is McDonald's fries. They're the OG. Two percent potato. Well, well, well and their no. meat is hundred percent beef. Right, Matt's, apparently, <laughs> Matt's list is bullshit. So, Kevin, just go ahead. Oh my All god! Right. Well, okay. I'll start off with my honorable mention. Then, uh, me and Chris talked about this on our way to go get raisin canes after Matt was telling us his wrong opinions. Uh, five guys, they're Cajun fries. Five guys isn't necessarily fast food; they're more like medium food. So, honorable mention because of that. Medium speed food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> number five. This is going to surprise Matt here. I'm also going Raisin Cane's. All right. But they're in my top five actually because of the fry consistency, not because of the sauce. So I don't care. I mean, I'll dip so, them in the sauce. Whatever. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> I just had cane sauce with my dinner. Like, I'll eat that with anything. But the fries are just so consistently good there. Like, you, you're not going to get them too salty or not salty enough or burnt or not done. Like, they're always perfect. Um, so, they get five because of that. Number four, I'm going to go with Beef Shack. Um, if you haven't had Beef Shack fries, they're like naturally hand-cut fries. They're delicious. Um, there's there's fries. probably not a lot of people have tried those since I think there's only five locations Ooh, out well, there. So, well, it's I the mean, same thing. I mean, when I look at it, it's, it looks like fair. Bona. So, I mean, that is well, these are personal yeah. lists, anyways. Go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but if they're if they're as like if they're as good as Bona fries, which I think they look like Bona fries, I just yeah, them. yeah, they're uh, the they're same. Great. They're pretty yeah. good. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Go um, on. Okay. And then number three, I'm gonna go Wingstop fries. Um, okay. But they're better with the like cheese and seasoning on them, and like bacon, whatever that. You the voodoo, Matt, you know the name of yeah the, the voodoo. voodoo and oh the God, ranch. I hated that one. Yeah, I do the voodoo fries without ranch on them, um, just because I don't like ranch. But uh, number two, number two is a hard one for me because, like, I feel like I should put Chick Fil A at two. I don't know why, but I feel like it should be two. I love Chick Fil A fries, 
So that's a tough one. So I'm going to go ahead and put Chick-fil-A at two since okay. we're going without okay. sauce. And number one, I have to go with Popeye's. All right. Yeah, there you go. I, I would honestly, their Cajun fries are delicious. Their Cajun fries. Um, I would, I could flip one and two all day long and it depends on like if Popeye's cooks them right. Cause sometimes they're cold when you get them, or they're too soggy, but when Popeye's fries are done right, they're easily the best one. Kevin, here's what matters. Our top three are the same flipped. So it's all good. No, no arguments there. Uh-huh. Matt, quick question. How would you rate Gene's fries? Uh, dude. Okay. By themselves. I mean, out of a 10 rating by themselves. Okay. By themselves. I'll give them like a six with the hot dog. I'll give them like a 9.1. And here's why you, you get the accidental mustard on there. You get like the smell, the aroma from the hot dog on there. Like taste of the hot dog on the, fr- oh, it's so good. Absolutely. And this is I why I could never make a French fries list. I just, they, they all taste the same to me. They absolutely do not. They absolutely Anyways, do not. Chris, what do you got? <laughs> I, I was, I was planning on staying out of this to be honest, but oh goodness. You, know, you know, Matt, it just got me heated. <laughs> <laughs> you got Chris going. Oh, me and Kevin have the same Taco top three. Ta- or not yeah, four of the same top five. <laughs> yeah, right. How can you how can you pick a fry from a place that that doesn't even serve fries? Well, okay, but they do occasionally on occasion, no, 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 no. occasionally on occasion, occasionally that doesn't <laughs> that is not on their normal menu. I okay, but when they're there, I love them, and they are the love of my life. And Kathy <laughs> understands that because she loves them as well. So, like, they're good, Chris. I like they're seasoned very well. Like, they're amazing, and they're not I, seasoned very well though. They're they're Dallas with seasoning. There, there's way too much seasoning on them. But with the cheese, I, it, like, you know what? To be honest, to be completely honest with you guys, I don't even know if it's a potato or not. But I, <laughs> whatever. That's my problem. That I would have included nacho fries on my list, but I'm not 100 percent sure they're any form of potato. <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly, they speaking. feel weird when you eat them. And you're like, I don't know if this is truly potato, but they taste good. So I'm I don't know. Like to them. me, what like the seasoning and dipping them in cheese and whatnot. And it just tastes them. like a dream. So yeah. this is too good to be true. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not even a potato. That's how good it is. But it's also like the fact that it's a limited time thing. That makes it better because like you don't get them all the time. Exactly, Chris. Exactly. So, Chris, I can't I highly disagree. I, I highly disagree. <laughs> I, I just I don't highly disagree with this. I, and I don't understand how you can include the sauce if we're just if we're just talking fries. Like that's like it's fries 80% of your list involved the sauce. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. If we're going to take out sauce completely, even though I said Raising Cane's wasn't based on sauce, I will replace those with Wendy's fries because they're hand cut and um, you, they use sea salt. I mean, I can honestly do the same. It's either that or the Arby's curly fries. And I, I barely have Ooh, Arby's. I hate, I hate Who, Arby's curly fries. With you do? I, you know, I was either, y'all go there? What's oh, the I barely go there. That's why I'm saying. I drove past Arby's yesterday, and there's six cars in the drive-thru wrapped around the building. Uh, I was like, I've never seen one person go to Arby's, um, and there's six cars here right now? Pretty sure there's a. it's just a mafia group getting together. I honestly don't know what else <laughs> Arby's has besides those curly fries, so whatever. Uh, the mafia and money laundering. Uh, and Arby's? I mean, they could have named it something else. <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Chris, could give me your. Do you have a top five fry or not? Do you just want to tell me because of the nacho fries, like that they don't belong there? I, I just wanted to tell you how wrong your opinion is. Whatever, I'm tired of you. <laughs> no, he just honest... wants to tell you that that you're wrong without giving an opinion. 
Honest, okay, honestly, though. Can I, we tell Kevin how wrong he is for liking toothpaste as ice cream? I mean, we can go there, too. Like, that's <laughs> what mint chocolate, chocolate chip, chip ice cream is that delicious. It is, it tastes what? like toothpaste. No, it does not. It tastes oh, like Matt, toothpaste. What is, get, Matt, Matt needs to be cut out of this, this like, theory. Matt, you're cut off, bud. Matt, so, what you are having an awful day right now. Whatever brand toothpaste you use, I want to go buy if it tastes like mint chocolate chip ice cream. I, I think it's Sensodyne. Yeah, I have Sensodyne. I, I use Sensodyne, too. Yeah. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, please go back to episode 22. Listen to that. Check out that debate. Anyway, I just want yeah, to throw that out that? there. P- put, yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> Chris, you just put up on a poll, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a different. No, that was a different thing. Oh wow. No, the toothpaste thing was a was a thing we talked about last week. Yeah. Not the ice cream flavor <laughs> thing. Also, go check out that poll. Yeah, it's been a long week. <laughs> yeah. Right. Literally. <laughs> Okay, all right, let's, so let's move. On. All right, so <laughs> just really quickly, my top five. Five would be anything that's just natural cut and naturally fried, like on the spot. So you know, like Kevin said, you got your beef shacks, you got your you got your five guys. Like any of those that just cut the potato pretty much on the spot and then put it right in the fryer. I'm a sucker for that. Um, Arby's curly fries is number four for me, um, and then any any really crinkle cut fry. I'm good for. So Raisin Cane's for me is going to be up there along with um, Chick-fil-A's waffle fries. Um, and I'm going those without the sauce. Like both of those fries are just blown out of the water with their respective sauces. So the cane sauce and Chick-fil-A's sauce. So I know that's not really a complete top five, but just in short, that that's that's really what I go for. Let's move on. Um, so we created this segment to pick a subject, and we rate our quote unquote top five things out of that subject. So Matt has been hyping us up for his top five all day today. So Matt, let's hear it. All right, guys. Here he goes. We got the false. Get ready top for five. the for for a bad list again. No, we got the top fa- false uh, false. To- I can't speak anyway false top don't, five don't listen candy. to matt today we we're gonna listen to me right now so going from number five to one rating them do you guys know what neko wafers are anyone bueller bueller yes yeah they're horrible um, so matt looking at giving us 0.2 seconds to reply to that all Jesus. Right. <laughs> but yeah neko wafers go at number five number four i consider this candy i don't know i mean it's sweet and it has a bunch of sugary and stuff on there but peeps uh, that's definitely what? belonging. No, doesn't know. They're weird, man. They're like, there's, they're no, they're weird. Um, number three, hot tamales. If you like those, that means you like Fireball, and I can't trust you if you like Fireball. Uh, yeah. So why am I here? Oh God. Anyway, you like Fireball? You like Fireball? It ain't bad. Yeah, oh, Jesus. It is bad. It is pretty Continue, bad. Continue, man. I, I, I can't even drink it when I'm hammered. Like, yeah, that's, anyway. I can't even look at it when I'm hammered. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so, number two is Swedish fish. Uh, they're. they're mm, can't I'm not going to lie. I could I could eat a bag of Swedish fish. Yeah, they're not too I, bad. I like them. I, I don't. I can't do on it. On occasion? I could. I like. I get it. I totally understand. I'm not even gonna knock you guys because it's like there's people who love them and there's people who hate them. Like, like there's I'm no. I'm gonna eat them on occasion. Like if you gave me like one of the like mini fun size packs of Swedish fish, I'd be like, oh okay, cool. I'll eat them. It has to be at random. Like yeah. I'm at the store and I just see them and I'm like, huh? Yeah, I'm not gonna go out of my way and be like, 
you know what? I want Swedish fish right now. I'm going to go buy a bag. It's just, right. it happens. Kevin, I'm, on, I'm on your side today. I like it. Here, okay, here's number one, guys. If you like these, I, I, I we can't speak. Um, if you like them, please speak now or forever hold your peace. Candy corn. Oh, I hate you, Matt. Oh, you like candy corn? I Kevin? love candy corn. Oh my god! I don't like candy corn, but that I know for a fact that that is a very unpopular opinion. Uh, like, yeah, they I even mean, make I guess like so. caramel I, apple I, candy corn. Caramel I, apple candy corn blows regular candy corn out of the water, and then they make like Starburst candy corn, delicious. Okay, but the like original candy corn. That's like, also you, good too. Okay, I'm also yeah, weird. I, I, I personally it by don't color. like it, but you oh, you like the orange. Fun? I'll eat the orange piece and then the white piece and the like yellow piece. You are weird, sir. <laughs> I, I just can't this isn't like a burger. Like <laughs> you eat the lettuce and the tomato and then the meat. Evans um, over here dissecting his food. Yeah, just <laughs> my candy corn. And just the, candy corn. My honorable mention is candy cigarettes. Um, they're not. I haven't had those since 1998. So yeah, that's that's how far they've been killed. That's how long ago they've been killed off. So. Because it's probably for the best. Because yeah, it's bad, even candy smoking. Yes, yes, hundred percent. But yeah, there you go. Top false five of candy. What? False top five of candy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I can't speak. Anyway, the other the rest of us will have our shots at delivering our false false top fives for the week, and we will be doing that throughout the show. Let's get into some sports talk, guys. The NFL is kind of making a return. I mean, I think it might happen, and there's a lot of speculation of whether the season's really going to happen, if the season's not going to happen, and no one really knows for sure, and it's the only major sport where we don't have a for sure idea of what's going on. Me personally, I'm thinking like 65% of the season happens because there's way too much money that's on the line for the season to not happen. You know, the owners want the money. They definitely want that money, but the players just want to play. It's kind of the same thing that was happening in baseball where it feels like the owners and the players are now at an impasse, but it's not like the testing protocols are the are the hard part. Like that could be the easy part. You could get that done instantly, right? It's just getting everyone on the same page. So I want to get you guys' thoughts on what's been happening in the state of the NFL. There's yeah, not going to be a season. I that wouldn't surprise me honestly. Um, it's it is really weird that like training camp is starting tomorrow for some teams, and the fact that teams still don't or, or they haven't come to some sort of agreement, and I, clearly the NFL has just pushed this off at this point. Like they're just they they were clearly not even worried about it, so they weren't even going to address it, and now the players are asking for them to address it. Ah, uh, man, it, it is just such a weird situation. Um, but just like the CBA, I think the players will end up caving to whatever the owners want. So, oh, well, I don't know because like if you've been on Twitter, like JJ Watt, Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, all the big names in the sport are speaking out against the yeah, NFL. Yeah, but the same thing happened with the CBA too. Like the, so many players spoke out, like "Do not vote for this," and and then it gets like all, almost unanimously passed. No, it w- it was not unanimous. It was it just barely passed. Yeah, well, like the, the CBA barely passed, but but obviously. Obviously, like the majority of the players are the ones that don't get paid as much as the star players do. And those are the ones that are uh, getting outvoted and stuff. They're the ones, outspoken ones, but yeah. I don't know. I, I think I the just, owners are going to get their way. I don't think – because, yeah, they have no testing protocols right now. So, I mean, the states Which are going to step in and be like, hey, you're not playing because you're not testing your players. And you're convening 60 people in a 
locker room and then having them touch each other for four hours on end. So I, I don't, I think the States would step in and make this get done. But like the fact that they don't have any tour protocols or even close to coming to agreement on protocols, like they don't know if they're want to do daily tests or semi daily tests or once a week. Or, they could copy any league. I mean, they have more players to, to deal with, but they have the money for it. But that's the thing. I think NFL owners and Goodell are so cheap, you know, they're the richest people on the planet. They're like, oh, oh we have to pay $67 per person per test. Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> you get tested once this season. There we go. There's our protocol. <laughs> like, I could see that's what I, the owners yeah. are coming with right now. And <laughs> I don't think the season can happen. If they were smart, I keep talking about this, they'd move it. They can. Obviously, the next offseason would be a little bit shorter, but, I mean, they can definitely move it to figure some stuff out, whether it be a month, two months, two months at max. I mean, they could definitely move it, um, but they probably won't. Players want to play because, uh, obviously, it's their money and they want to make it. Um, but I feel like if you'd move it, number one, you'd have some kind of capacity of fans in the stands um, because, I don't know if you guys have heard, there's going to be a 30,000-plus trial of a coronavirus vaccine starting July 27th. And for a trial, you'd need two to three months for findings. After the findings are done, you'd need a month to prepare. And then by then, you know, August, September, October, November, end of November, I mean, middle of November, whatever it is, you might have a vaccine and then you could start safely and then you'll play the Super Bowl on Easter. You know, obviously that's just my opinion, but I don't know if it'll happen. If they were smart, again, they'd do it, but who knows? Obviously, there's a lot of money on the line, and I think if they do do that, uh, and they <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt's uh, do-do. <laughs> Matt's well, opinions are do-do. I think I have a very valid opinion because, honestly, if they have a vaccine going, that means fans are in the stands, and then there's more likeliness of a Super Bowl with fans. I'm well, just... that's stage five, right? So, so yeah, in absolutely. order for, for everything to go back to normal, we have to get to stage five, and stage five is the vaccine. So there's just like n- nothing before the vaccine is going gonna, is gonna to go back to normal. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, as absolutely. But again, you know, who knows? After this trial, I mean, if they speed it up, who knows? I mean, who knows what might happen? But Matt, I'm going to just let you know right now, there's one sporting event in the world that cannot be moved, and that's the Super Bowl. Okay, but you'd yeah, want to have that, a, you'd that's have a religious holiday. But the thing is, like you're saying, Kevin, there's no season. That means there's no Super Bowl. You'd rather move the season and move the Super Bowl, right? Is that correct? Well, Matt. The Super Bowl has the – they literally set up a month in advance for the Super Bowl. Like, okay. it is a process. Right. Okay, I see what you're They're saying. They're not going to saying. be like, yeah, we're going to postpone the season to we don't know when. Uh, Hey, host city, which is Tampa Bay this year, right? Like, oh, hey, God. Just, just, just hang out and let's see if oh. you all want to have it after the second wave hits. Because um, Florida, Florida doesn't care. Uh, yeah, yeah, Florida, yeah right. we could have it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they but like, right now if they wanted to, it's not going to be realistic to host the Super Bowl because the NFL is going to be super irresponsible. We'll be like, we're going to have 100 percent capacity for the Super Bowl too. Again, yeah, but that would that be yet. after like a safe vaccine, and you're saying that there's not going to be a season. If there's no season, that means there's no Super Bowl. That means yeah, there's, it gets postponed a year. So billions Tampa of dollars Bay has it next year. Yeah, I, I agree with Kevin on this. The the fact that um, 
there's there's just no way that the NFL is the one league that is not they're not moving their season whatsoever. It doesn't matter. They they're they're not moving. Um, they're just probably the most most stubborn group of owners and and commissioner there there is out there. Uh, so I and and I think that the owners are gonna force the issue and they're gonna uh end up playing the season no matter what. Honestly, because I don't think they care. So yeah. So there is a way for the season to be pushed back but and it, but it's it, it would take a lot in my opinion i think it would take a lot to do just because there's so much planning that's already happened for it the easy part about in my opinion the easy part about pushing back both the nhl playoffs and the nba playoffs um and even well, i wouldn't even say the major league baseball season is that they are playing in arenas that or at least they were supposed to play in arenas that had events that were scheduled already in advance you know, past what the Stanley Cup final would have been. And since those events aren't being played right now, you know, for like, I'm just saying concerts and whatnot, it's a little bit easier to kind of move your way in, especially when no other sports are being played. But with the NFL, the problem is, is if you're pushing the 2020 season to say like October or so, now the Super Bowl is starting to interfere with things like opening day. And the NFL does not want any competition with that whatsoever. So I think that there would be a lot of pushback with moving the season maybe two months later or a month later. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting if they can get their stuff together. And if they do, I guess we'll have football this upcoming fall. You guys have any last thoughts on it? Yeah, I just think the whole logistics of it is just going to be impossible because, yeah, moving the Super Bowl to opening around opening day, one that's going to split viewership. I mean, football would still have a ton of viewers, but baseball would go above and beyond with planning opening day next year and be like, hey, we're stealing your fans. If you're going to come close to our day, go screw yourself. So I think there would be too many issues in if the NFL does anything, they're canceling games and are having half a season. So eight games or 10 games or something. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I, I think that the 2021 sports season, I mean, 2020 is interesting enough, but 2021 is going to be the interesting one just to see how these sports leagues kind of adapt, especially after all of this has happened, after the pushbacks and whatnot. It's going to be fun to, fun to experience and fun to see. But speaking of Major League Baseball, like I said, this, the season starts Thursday. The season finally starts Thursday, and for us recording on Sunday right now, it starts in four days, and it's really exciting, especially for the big baseball fans that have been just treated to no baseball whatsoever over the past four months, when that's the one thing we should be focusing on. So what do you guys got for predictions, early predictions for our 60-game schedule? A Pirates and a Mariners World Series. Let's go. Matt, if you give one more bad opinion today, we're kicking <laughs> off the show for three that. weeks. Um, so I think it could happen. This is the one year it could happen, though. I mean, you're not wrong, but I think the Mariners and Orioles are two teams that are already out of contention, and the Royals. Um, but I'll give my division predictions. So the AL West, I'm going to surprise everyone here. The Angels are winning the division, not the Astros. With or without Mike Trout? With Mike Trout. He's been at training camp. He's going to play. Um, okay, that's good. He'll play with a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> he, he might. I mean, he, he showed that he was running or practicing with a mask on. Um, I think his wife gave him the okay, and like they talked it through. So I think Mike Trout will be there. Um, AL Central is going to be the Twins again, but the White Sox are going to get a wild card spot, and the Astros are going to get a wild card spot in the AL West. 
And then the AL East, it's actually going to be the Tampa Bay Rays winning that division, not the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, Bart, I see your face. But I'm telling you, a 60-game season is going to come down to team ball, not hero ball. So I think also you have to rely on the Yankees being healthy for one game, let alone 60 games. So like a short season is more of a requirement for hero ball, but that's that's my opinion. Go, go on, Kevin. I mean, you're not wrong, but you're not right either. <laughs> well, we also <laughs> – we've never seen a 60-game season, so I'm just predicting team ball to be more important. It's fast. Your bench players are going on a two-week hot streak, and that's a quarter of the season. So, like, it will be interesting. But then the NL West, the Dodgers are going to win their division. NL Central, we're going to have three playoff teams per usual. It's going to be the Cardinals winning, Cubs, and Reds making the playoffs. And then NL East, I'm going to go with the Mets. I think the Mets are going to surprise people even without Syndergaard um, and with Zach Wheeler leaving. I think the Mets are going to pull it through. So, those are my predictions. So are you are you gonna go all the way to the World Series? Oh, I was just gonna do regular season and hear what you guys thought about that, and then I was gonna go to playoffs. If you want me well, to go to playoffs I, now, I, I think we already know where he's going with the World Series. <laughs> so where are you going with the World Series, Kevin? <laughs> I am going to go with a Twins Cardinals. World wow, Series. what a shock! Yeah, I can't so wait shocked. for you. Actually, honestly. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the White Sox coming out of the AL. It's going to be AL Central team in the World Series. I will promise that much. I can't wait for you to hear my NHL prediction, which is coming up a little bit later. Oh, boy. I don't know I how the Blues and Wild are going to, to play against each other, but I, I'm excited. Kevin, I agree <laughs> with you, especially in the AL, up to the Yankees. Like Every single part of your prediction was spot on for me, but I think the Yankees are going to win the East. I can see it. I just want to pick the Twins because I hate the Yankees or the Rays, not the Twins. The Rays, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's a fair, it's a fair. Who was your like, NL East? Was it who was your NL East again? Uh, the Mets. I want to go with the Braves or the Phillies. Actually, uh, mm, no, I think it's still going to be the Mets. I, I think, think the Braves people. can pull that off, but I can see the Mets winning for sure. Uh, my only, uh, my only like rebuttal to that would be the NL Central. Uh, the Reds are winning. Um, the Reds are going to surprise a lot of people. Especially in a shortened season, they've well, the, the the most approved in that in that. But yeah, to me, it'll be the Reds and the Cardinals and the Cubs in third. So yeah, again, it'll be it'll be a stacked division again. Y'all are reminding me, I need to I need to start placing some futures. <laughs> I want to take I want to take all this information. <laughs> uh, I gotta look into the the Reds more, but I I I do like uh, Kevin's predictions, and I I think the White Sox are gonna be so boom or bust this year. Like they're either gonna be really good or they're gonna show some promise, but they're gonna bust. So well, I think that's it's, the thing. Like the White Sox have so much young talent that can just be a flash in the pan, but the whole season is just a flash in the pan. So it's like speaking of the Sox right, are actually perfect. losing to the Cubs right now, two to zero. Uh, but Splendid. Yeah. <laughs> Way to make me feel great about my pick. Um, Kipnis homered the dead center uh, in the first inning. <laughs> Jason Kipnis out of all people. But yeah, I think the White Sox just have so much talent, although. Wasn't it Giolito that said he's opting out? So no, that was Michael. No, Kovac. that was Kopech. Oh right, I knew it was one of their young pitchers. But well, you uh, also got to put in the the fact that Giolito was the only pitcher last year to shut out these two teams. That is the Astros and the Twins. So that's pretty impressive. That's that is on impressive his resume. And so yet, I mean, this when he year played against the Cubs, he would give up ninety-seven home runs a game. Yeah, so. right. That's <laughs> also true. Um, um, but then Eloy Jimenez would hit bombs and. 
that just yep. shows how that horrible that Quintana train was. But yeah, I, Bart, I can definitely see where you're coming from. Like they might start off really strong and then just fall off the face of the earth. Um, so I think it's going to be a two team race in the AL central between the twins and the Sox, but I still think the Sox are going to, or the twins are going to win, but the Sox are going to be right on their heels, probably with 29, 30 wins. And the twins are going to have like 33, 34 wins. So I'm going to throw something in here. So like I said, Kevin, your AL predictions are spot on with me besides the Yankees. Um, I do have the Dodgers in the West, but I do have the Nationals and the Phillies in the East. The Phillies are going to come out of the wild card team. I think that they are set up for short bursts. I, I think that they had a poor season last year, and I think they're looking to, to come back this year, especially with only 60 games. I can see them making a pretty strong run with Real Muto, with Harper, with that pitching staff that they have now. I I could really see it. Um, and then I do have the Cubs winning the Central, but the Cardinals coming up in the wild card. Um, have you seen the Cubs' bullpen or rotation? Yeah. Well, well I mean, or starting lineup. Wrong. <laughs> that's pretty much the Whether same thing wants with to the be. entire Central. So you gotta, you just got to go with, with those two teams. I think both of those teams have the experience. And I think that that's is what that's what's going to carry them. Um, should I go into playoff stuff or? Well, hold on. Before, Before you go into that, that okay. Wait, one really quick question. <laughs> yeah. Is there going to be a forty game winner, forty game winning team this season? No. The yes. Dodgers. I nope. think so. I, I think it'll be. Yeah, I think it'll be the Dodgers. I think. I think they, they and then they're going to lose in <laughs> first round. <laughs> I think Kershaw's going to just blow it again. Yeah, they're they're going to lose at some point in the playoffs. I, I I haven't picked where, but they're, I don't think I just know they're not making it's it above thirty six wins. I think the Dodgers will set at thirty five, thirty six, but no one will go above that. I I've and we've just seen the Dodgers pull off stuff like that in sixty game stretches. What was that? Two years ago, they went. It was something like 26 and 8 or something like that in a 36-game stretch. Really something like division, too. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that plays into it, definitely. But they but have still. to play against the AL West, so they're playing against the Angels and the Astros all year. Right. So. Astros are trash. They can't cheat this year. Yeah, well, they'll find a way. Yeah, if they want <laughs> one way. Cheaters always cheat. One way or another. Just get right. an insider. Uh, yeah. So we're going into playoffs? Well, let me make my statement first real quick. Uh-oh. If the Phillies win the NL East, I'm buying a Bryce Harper jersey. Oh, just, I might join you on that just, just, just for the hair. Yeah, just for the hair. He's just the reason the I want to flow. So NL East, champions, I'm buying a Bryce Harper jersey. I see where you're going with that. Blue, like, throwback Philly jerseys. I will also say that if he does poorly again and the Phillies do poorly again this season, even though it's 60 games, I don't care. I trade him the Cardinals. I don't know about trading him, but he definitely chose the wrong team. It's – I don't know. I think he chose the wrong team from the start. He should have went to the NL Central. He he plays poorly? Well, no, the the whole team plays poorly. I mean, him, whatever, the Phillies, I – to this day, I mean, well, I guess we'll have to wait till year three of him. Too, he got but... three hundred million dollars. <laughs> well, absolutely. I'm not saying that he chose the wrong contract. I'm just saying that <laughs> just he chose team. the wrong team. <laughs> he chose the wrong city too, because Philly fans are obnoxious. Yeah. So. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> so from that, I'm just going to start it. Cardinals and the Cubs are going to make it out to the NLDS, and I do have the. Uh, that one was tough for me, but I did have the Cardinals edging them out. Only only because 
just from the eye test, I trust their pitching staff a little bit more than I would trust the Cubs because their bullpen has not been great. Kimbrell was supposed to be this all-world closer that comes in and just shuts the door for every game that he, Horrible he deal. starts. Horrible yeah, it's, deal. It's point right. four seven ERA. Horrible right. deal I just, to this day. I oh my god. Horrible. I just trust the Cardinals I was excited for like a game. just a little bit more than I do the Cubs. And for the other side, I I have the I have the Twins and the Yankees and the NLDS or the ALDS. I mean, sorry. Um, and then from there, I see the Yankees and the Astros going to the ALCS with the Cardinals and the Dodgers. And the ALCS or the NLCS, my bad. I'm start, I'm getting the letters mixed up. Ultimately, I have the Dodgers beating the Yankees in the World Series because I think that there's a fire in the Dodgers after, in my opinion, getting robbed out of the last two World Series. That and they have Mookie Betts now too. And they have Mookie Betts. David Price team. David Price is out. I get that, but. Well, David, he's not, he was never that important anymore. anyway. I, I didn't important. see him. I didn't see him making that big of a difference anyway. He's right. a good starter. He's a great piece in that rotation. But I think even without him, I think the Dodgers are going to well, win it. The Dodgers lost three starting pitchers this past year, and then they brought in Price to replace one of them, and then they're out with that. So they have Kershaw and then Walker Bueller. There you go. There's your <laughs> there's your rotation. Um, so I think that's going to hurt the needs. Dodgers come to playoffs because. Bueller and Kershaw are going to throw lights out for those Sitsi games. And it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't surprise me if they go to a four-man rotation for it either. And their arms are going to be dead, and they're going to get to the playoffs and just be like, hey, we're pitching every other day. Like, we can't do that. They'll get to the NLCS and be like, all right, well, this was fun. We'll see you next year. See you in February. Um, like, the Cardinals, like, they – Anybody can step up and do their job. It's the mentality that I think is going to come into play this year with the playoffs. Like, Flaherty is going to pitch lights out, but then you have Adam Wainwright's experience coming in. Wayno can occasionally turn it on and pitch like he did in 2008 and nine. And then you have Yachty, who's clutch. Are we going to trust Will Smith for the Dodgers to perform the same in the postseason as Yachty? Like, Actually, I, I would say yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I haven't – Will Smith hit like 180 last year in the playoffs. I I don't. I mean, I just I, I just one eighty with one home run of those, and two RBIs. It's one of those gut feelings. Just for me, it's just one of those gut feelings, and I'm saying that as a Cardinal right. fan. I hate saying I that. I mean, I get where you're but, coming from because I thought last year he's going to come through and be amazing in the postseason, and he was terrible. But again, Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger, those are two amazing difference makers. Both of them could sure. win MVP this year without betting an eye. So. I mean, it would be a good series. I think that would go seven games. I think it would be interesting to watch, but I don't know. I think the Cardinals would edge them out. The crowd would actually absolutely go wild for this, that series. Oh, yeah, that MLB, Matt, the what show, crowd noise. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's hard to see because – okay, so AL, ALDS, I'll start there. ALDS, all right. Yankees, for sure. Yankees and Astros? Mm, sure, why not? And then the Twins and the White Sox are both – are all four of them there. I can't tell you who's going to play. It's just very hard. That's that's the only problem. Um, and then on the other side is going to be National. I, I doubt the Nationals are even going to make the wild card. Uh, you know, it's just the way they started out last year. Really? But yeah, only because of the way they started out last year. They're probably going to start off slow, and you can't start off slow this year. You just can't do it. You can't afford to. Um, the only – 
I, like I told you guys, don't they had 19 wins through 50 games last season. So I don't know about that. Um, I all right, this is tough, but. So I'll go with the Reds and the Cardinals, and then yeah, I'm not even including the Cubs. The Cubs are going to be a wild card team, and they're going to lose. Uh, that's just my prediction. But and then Braves and the Dodgers, and then the AL, and then I'll give you a World Series prediction. How about that? Here's what I want to see. I'd love to see. Okay, here we go. I'd love to see. <laughs> this is so cliche. The Dodgers and the Yankees. There you go. That's my World Series pick. And I know, Kevin, you're going to hate me, but I mean, I love... I mean, I can see it happening. This is why you need to leave today. <laughs> I, like, I'd want to see it, you know? I just, I'd want to see it, and I'd, I'd want, as much as the Dodgers have sucked in the playoffs, I'd want to see them finally win a World Series. I just, that's just me, only because... That's kind of why I don't want them to win. Well, yeah. I mean, I... Bellinger is one of my favorite players. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Mookie Betts a lot. Yeah, Mookie Betts, I love Mookie Betts too. I mean, I don't know. I to me, like, it, there's always been a debate of, oh, what who do you who would you rather like have in your franchise, Yelich or Bellinger? I'd always go Bellinger, but yeah, that's just me. I would also go Bellinger, but like, so I can honestly see Yankees Dodgers happening. If nothing else. For money's sake, for the MLB. It's like the obvious answer. It's also the obvious answer, so it's not going to happen. Thank yeah, you. right. <laughs> um, again, I wouldn't – again, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised with a Mariners-Pirates World Series. I just wouldn't be. That's just me. 60 games. Whoever starts off strong, the first 30 games, the first 30 games, if any bottom-level team from last year starts off strong those first 30 games – they're going to be a force to be reckoned with in the playoffs. Yeah, so historically over the last half decade, the same teams have always started strong. So it's been the Cardinals. It's surprisingly been the Angels. It's been the Dodgers. It's been the Rays. It's been the Yankees. Like, the Twins were hot last year to start. Even the Mariners have been hot the last couple of years. So, honestly, the Mariners might make it in. Right, the Mariners so, just took a nosedive last year. Yeah, like – the same teams always start off hot every year, and that's how I base my predictions because the first 30 games are the most important games. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, the Athletics made it and then, you know, I mean, the World Series, either the A's, you know. See, the A's could make it because my theory of team ball coming over hero ball, like, the A's are still the money ball team. And Absolutely. So, A's wouldn't be a bad choice, honestly, either for an AO team making the World Series. I'm just going to say who I – I just – kind of would throw my money on just because the odds would probably be pretty good. Uh, the Angels and I'll throw in the Cardinals in there too Yeah, for the World Series. I think that'd be pretty dope. So if if MLB had Mike Trout in the World Series, that'd be so good for business. Like they would be thrilled by that happening. But for sure the Dodgers are losing at some point in the playoffs. They'll yeah, they'll they'll win the regular season. They can have that, but <laughs> the title that doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, exactly. So who do you got winning? I want the Angels to win that one. Angels? Yeah. I think also, that'd be great. I think that would be great for baseball if Mike Trout could finally win a World Series. And if he wins a World Series <laughs> he's a unanimous first ballot Hall of Famer if he wins one World Series in his career. You know what's sad is people, a lot of people, like, if they were to see him on the street, they wouldn't know who Mike Trout is. 
Uh, they wouldn't know who 90% of baseball stars are because MLB is terrible with marketing Yeah, they're players. so bad with marketing. And then if he finally won the World Series, everybody would know who he is. I mean uh, – I think he'd go from 90% to 50% of people who know who he is. 50%? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, okay, but if, if he was walking down the street versus Bryce Harper, I'd probably notice – if I didn't know anything about, you know, baseball, I'd probably notice Bryce Harper because of his flow, you know. But Mike – Mike Trout was just walking down the street. I just – I wouldn't know who he is. He's just well, outspoken. That's, that's going to happen with, people, with guys that aren't as outspoken, though. That's – I don't know. Which is fine. He can be who he wants to be. It's just the characters that um, <clears throat> want to be outspoken and want to put themselves out there, uh, the MLB needs to give them opportunities to do so. A la Tim Anderson. Start beefs. Well, our predictions are in. Tell us what you, what you all think. Who do you got in the playoffs? Who do you got winning divisions? And most importantly, who do you got winning this very weird 2020 World Series? Coming up, we got more predictions from the Western Conference in the upcoming NHL playoffs, and some of our predictions may surprise you. We'll dive into it right after this break. Are you an athlete or do you know any athletes that want to improve their performance and reach their potential? If you answered yes to that, then you need to visit Alpha Sport Performance. Alpha Sport Performance is a new athlete training company that aims to elevate your athletic performance by offering sports psychology skills, training, customized strength training programs, personalized nutrition coaching, and the best part, all sessions are virtual, especially during this time. That means no matter where you are, you can meet with your coach to get the training you need. ASP offers a unique ability to get all of your training needs in one place. Their coaches have worked with athletes for multiple sports, including tennis, basketball, volleyball, lacrosse, and more from the high school level, all up to international elite athletes. To check out their services and schedule your free consultation, go to alphasportperformance.com. Again, that's alphasportperformance.com. All right, and thank you for that read from our friends over at Alpha Sport Performance. Go check them out if you need any sports psychology needs. Like I promised, we got to get into NHL. I mean, that's starting up next week. That's Between the four of us, that's probably our favorite sport, so we do love to talk about the NHL and hockey and playoffs and just go on about it. We have to start talking about the Western Conference and our predictions. We will do the Eastern Conference next week in episode 24, so be sure to tune in for that. I want to start off with just someone throwing out some predictions. Bart, what do you got? Oh, oh man. All right, predictions. The West, uh, right? The West? The West. Right, oh, for the West. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, Actually, you know what? I, I'm sorry to cut you off. Matt does have to leave here in a little bit, so I want to hear your thoughts first, Matt just so we can get you before before you have to take off. Okay. What do we – do you guys want to hear the top four first of the round robin? Okay. So, here, I'll do that first. That way it will make my seating a little bit better. Um, number one is going to be Colorado. Number two seed is going to be Dallas. Number three is going to be Vegas. Number four is going to be the Blues. Kevin, don't get mad at me. I only want the Blues there. Hear me out. Okay. So – that means that means so when you got after the playing round, Calgary is going to face Dallas in the first round. No, I'm sorry, Colorado. Then you got the Hawks and the Blues. You, that's why I want them to be number four. You, they just need to purposely do it. 
that's that's all you got to do. That's that's what I want. That's my prediction. That's what's going to happen. You know, whatever. Uh, right. Then against Vancouver and Minnesota. Minnesota somehow is going to sneak out of this against Vancouver. Um, and they are going to face Vegas. And then number three is going to be Dallas against Chris. I'm sorry. Arizona's not going anywhere. Uh, Nashville. So Dang. there you go. <laughs> Those are my predictions right now for the first round. Kevin, please say yours because you're about to spontaneously combust. No, Bart can go first. <laughs> I'm good. All right. So I'll start off with Edmonton and Chicago here really quickly. I just want to break it to myself so that you know I can get through the rest of this. Uh, so unfortunately with – Crawford and this this unfit to play thing. I I don't see Chicago getting past Edmonton. It's just it's just going to be too much to handle. Um, not to mention like the the health of of, of Calvin DeHaan is still up in the air. And this unfit to play thing is just like it's it's no idea no idea what's going to happen with that. So uh, I have the Oilers moving past Chicago, uh, Nashville, Arizona. I want Arizona to move to move on just to reward them for all the moves that they, they made. Um, and I'm going to go with Arizona just because I don't know. It's, it's Soros has been the one that's been starting for, for Nashville uh, and not Pecorine. So I think the, they have the matchup, the, the goalie matchup there. Uh, Vancouver over the wild, not even a question for me. And I'm going to take Calgary over Winnipeg. Uh, that one I'm kind of iffy about because uh, Winnipeg actually, they played surprisingly well this year. Uh, but I don't know. I Calgary, they need to get their shit together. But I, I, I see Calgary edging out Winnipeg. Yeah. So are we just going all the way through? or? Yeah, I mean, might as well. So who do you got for your top four? Uh, top four... Uh, yeah, I'll take Colorado one. Mm, Blues two. Dallas three. Vegas four. All right. Yeah. Is that your final answer? (laughs) Final answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I'll just make this short and sweet. Uh, The Flames, Flames, Jets. I think that's going to be the closest playing game obviously seating has a has a factor to that but even though Connor Hellebuck is a Vesna finalist I just think he chokes that, when it matters and I, I, I think so too and I think the Flames are going to just they're not going to steamroll them but I think it's going to be a five game series I think that they're just going to be able to edge them out just enough just to move past Oilers Corey Crawford's Corey Crawford is done and I would potentially have the Blackhawks moving on from the Oilers if Corey Crawford was in net because he's been playing a lot better than most what most people give him credit for this year. But without him, I think the Oilers do this in three or four. Well, I, it's 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 really weird with the with the unfit to play thing because like they make it seem like there's a chance. I don't know. It, it's it, it's so weird. Like, it but, is. but either way, with Crawford coming in late too. Let's say he did come in like late, then I, I still don't think it's it's going to be enough. So I don't know. It's so I, weird. Well, well, when Seabrook and DeHaan are, are injured, that that's what basically takes his play down another notch. 
dramatically. I'm so just curious. Even to with see. Crawford out, I, the Oilers Oilers move on in three or four. I'm just curious to see after three surgeries, like all in one season, if Seabrook's going to be any faster or still is like slow, or if he's going to have the jitters. <laughs> he's going like, to be a new man. If he's going to be a new man, hey, like whatever I said about you this season, like just yeah, hopefully you just didn't hear it. Anyway, that's about as good as he's going to be. <laughs> anyway, I have the Canucks over the Wild. There's they're just a better team in my opinion. I think the Canucks are just a just a more well-rounded team and then the only upset that i have right now are the coyotes over the preds i just because you want them in the finals no they're not even (laughs) you'll you'll see anyway i i just think nashville chokes i think this will be another another year where they do and the coyotes are going to make their way into the playoffs did you guys see Um, that outside of bridgestone arena they have that uh car parked uh for smashing like they do uh any other year uh, the Arizona car. They have the Coyotes car parked and ready for smashing, guys. Just so you know. <laughs> All right, Neat. perfect setup. All right, what are your top <laughs> um, four, Chris? So my top four. I'm just. There's no explanation for this. I just think this hell is going to go. Blues are going to get number one. Vegas two. Abs are going to be three, and the Stars are four. But honestly, anything can happen with that round robin. I think that's the most unpredictable part about this whole whole playoff. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Yours is pretty close to what I have mine as. Um, so I'll run through the playing teams. Uh, I think the Flames are going to win in four over the Jets. Um, Oilers are going to sweep. If they had Crawford, the Blackhawks had Crawford, I think it would have went four games. Um, but I still think that Oilers would have pulled it out just because of how hot Drysaddle was this year and having McDavid and Drysaddle on different lines. That's pretty hard to deal with. Oilers rested too. Put them yeah. in for 30 minutes. Exactly. Like For that play in round, no one's going to stop them. They could have been paired up against any team, and Oilers probably would have moved on. Um, Vancouver and Wild. Uh, Vancouver and Minnesota. I actually didn't go with the upset here. Minnesota was on fire to end the season, <laughs> and I can see Kevin Fiala stepping up and playing – above everyone else on Vancouver and just pulling the wild through that round. Um, I don't think they would go farther than the actual first round though. Um, and then Nashville and Arizona. I'm going to go with Nashville. I think they're going to put Pecorino in. He has all the playoff experience. I think Yossi will step up and Yossi and Ryan Ellis are underrated top defensive pairing. Um, I think they'll, Managed to skate through. I think it'll be like, Shane is overrated. Correct. Um, I'm glad Columbus did not resign him. <laughs> um, but I think all those games are going to be like 2 1, 1 0. Like they're going to be low scoring games. Um, I think that would go five, though. I think game five is going to go overtime. Maybe double, triple overtime. Definitely make sure Bart gets no sleep. Um, <laughs> and then my top four uh, for the play or the round robin is Blues. Stars, Vegas, Avs. Avs will be last out of that one. Um, I just think they've had too much time off, and they're just going to lose chemistry, and they're not going to be clicking like they were. I know, Bart. I'm just banking on it because I'm just hoping that happens because <laughs> I don't want Colorado coming hot because <laughs> they'll be hard to beat. So, all right. So, who do you guys got moving forward? Then we're in the round of sixteen. So, 
just go all the way to the final. Who do you, who do you all got? Matt, I'll start with you. Mm. <laughs> Colorado uh, against okay. Calgary. So, yeah, so Colorado go, goes into that one. Um, the If this were to happen, the Blues would definitely beat the Hawks. Uh, probably be a sweep, uh, but who knows, anything could happen. So the Blues against Calgary in that one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Blues against the Abs going into the round, uh, the second, the next second round, round after that. I'm sorry. I'm losing my words. Very good. Um, dang. is definitely not moving on after the first round. So my number two seed was Vegas, right? So yeah, Vegas. And then Vegas against the Wild. And then it'll be Number three seed was Dallas. No, yeah, Nashville's still moving on. So, yeah, there you go. Got Nashville moving on. Yeah, still am. All right, who do you got in the, who do you got in the second round then? Yeah, uh, just, go, just go all the way until you have a West, West champion. God damn it. Okay, hold on. I have to remind myself of what I did there. Okay. <laughs> Somebody go. I can't. Hold on. I have to think about this farther. All right. Uh, I got to right, write this good. down. I don't even know. Yeah, what I wasn't prepared. <laughs> okay. Well, while they do that, I have mine ready to go. Oh, me too. Oh, do you want to go first? Uh, go, go for first. it. Go All for right. it, Kevin. Uh, so it'll be the Blues against the Flames. The Blues are going to get out of there in four games. Um, and then it's the Stars versus the – or no. Avs versus the Oilers. Uh, that's going to go six games with the Avs coming out of that one. Um, and then we got the Stars up against the Wild. Stars definitely moving past there. Um, I'm going to go five games there. And then Vegas against the Predators. I'm going to call upset here. I'm going to say Predators come through. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be the uh, Blues versus the Avalanche. And then... Uh, Stars versus Nashville. Uh, I'm going to go Blues and Stars moving forward for all Central um, Western Conference Championship. And then Blues back in the Western – or back representing the West. I'll give you this. I'll give you – so I I was also going to say Central, but the way I have mine set up, I'm going to say I'm just going to give the Western Conference Final – um, and this would be, for me, it'd be awesome to see Blues against yeah. Nashville. Um, against who? Blues against Nashville. Okay. So St. Louis against Nashville, that'd be kind of dope. Um, but yeah, after that, the the Blues are definitely going to go back to the final for sure. Um, How much does that hurt you to say? Uh, I mean, <laughs> this time, I, I know we're going to do our West predictions next week. But they're going to face the Caps in, in the final. Uh, I wholeheartedly have been Ooh. saying that since That'll be such a fun final. Absolutely. But the Caps are going to sleep them. So <laughs> that's not, that's not going to hurt me to say. Uh, okay, Bart, if you're ready. All right. I got, I got uh, Vegas versus Edmonton. I'm going to take Vegas there. Dallas versus Vancouver. I'm going to take Vancouver there. Uh, St. Louis versus Calgary. I'm taking St. Louis. Colorado versus Arizona. I'm taking Colorado. Uh, 
I didn't lay out the rest of it, so <laughs> I'm gonna. Ha- I I I gotta do some math here, real quick. <laughs> oh goodness! You gotta do um, some what? Math? Did you, right, see, so, did you see math? Anyways, moving math. on. Um, right, so then then I would have Vegas versus Vancouver. Oh, I think I'm going to take Vancouver. I'm going to go with Vancouver Ooh. there. Ooh. Wait, no, hold on. That's wrong. That's wrong. Oh. I did that incorrectly. Sorry. It'd be Vancouver versus Colorado. Oh, my God. Yikes. Part of me wants to go Vancouver. Well, where are you going, Vancouver? All right, and then Vegas against for- Colorado. Oh, wow! Yeah, I know, I know. Jesus, I, man. I, I just have like this weird hunch in me right now. It's I, I'm kind of feeling Vancouver. I'm going to ride Vancouver. Oh God, they, they're going to play St. Louis. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess <laughs> it's going to hurt him to say this one too. Uh, so, uh, what you, thoughts? No, you keep going. Uh, uh, no, I think I, I think I finished. I don't know if you're done, dude. I know you're not done. You're not. We gotta we gotta hear we gotta hear your West champion. Do you need Do you need to think about this just a little bit more? Um. So Colorado versus St. Louis. Um. I'll take Colorado. Yeah, I realize that Vancouver might not be a very good matchup for St. Louis. So I'm gonna. <laughs> but he's back. Yeah, you just you just Welcome. don't want to admit that the Blues are going to be in the Stanley Cup again. So you just change yeah, your whole so, bracket to make that not happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to change my whole bracket, but I like so, so I for whatever reason I didn't really have that much belief in Vancouver before, but with them being fully healthy, I don't know, man. They they have they have a really well-rounded team, and and if Markstrom Markstrom's healthy, he's going to be back. If if he goes off, I mean that team that team's good. So that's a really big if too, you know, it, it is a big if, but, but Marshall has played really good this season. So, and in Colorado, I just don't have that much faith in Philip Grubauer. They're just going to have to overpower every team. So that's fair. That's fair. You know, I, I, I kind of have the same idea as you, Bart, I'm going to be honest. Um, I had the blues beating the flames. I don't think that there's any question that I think that, I, I I think they're just going to overpower them one way or another. Uh, the Oilers are going to beat Vegas. I, I just so. I just think that McDavid and Drysidle are going to just lead them to the second round. And Fleury's getting older, so yeah, I think have, that's they have Robin Leonard too. Though. Robin Leonard too, but Leonard's Leonard's choked in the playoffs too. I mean, I know I know he helped sweep Pittsburgh last year, but. I, I just don't have a lot of faith in Robin Robin Leonard right now. Um, with that being said, the Abs are going to beat beat the Canucks. I don't think there's a question. In my opinion, I don't think there's a question about that. The Stars over the Coyotes. Um, the Blues and the Stars are going to meet for what is it? The third time in the last five years to go to the West Final. Um, but I just think the Blues will will beat them again. I think their defense is is just overpowering to the stars and you know ben bishop stood on his head last year in game seven i i think the blues should have beat them you know at least three four to one in that game um you know 52 shots on in regulation i don't think there should have been a question that they couldn't have put more pucks in the back of the net with that being said though the abs are going to beat the oilers with the blues and the abs meeting in the west final but kevin 
I, I have I one think question this for you, is, though, Chris. Don't you I say think, it. I think don't. this is where the run comes to an end and the Colorado Avalanche are going to advance to the Stanley Cup final. I'm going to come just, outside your house and play Gloria for the, 72 straight hours. The speed that the Avs have, I think, are going to just power their way into the final. But, and but like you said, so good. And like you said, Bart, I don't know about Grubauer, but I think they have a good tandem in Grubauer and Francois. I well, think tandems don't really matter Francois. as much in the, in, in the playoffs, but if you look at their defense, their defense is rock solid. But so I think – but I think one of them can get really hot at the right time, and I think yeah, and that's absolutely. all that matters. So, but Chris, hate to say it, Kevin, but, but Chris, Colorado I have, Avalanche. Are I have be two the West, ways the or two things that break down your whole entire logic there. The oh, first geez. one, Jordan Bennington. He's okay. going to stand on his head. He's not going to be rattled. He's he was probably like had a leaf blower shooting pucks at him during this entire quarantine. He doesn't care. Don't talk uh, about leaf blowers. Still haven't slept. Oh. Sorry. Uh, that was why that was in my head, though, because you brought it up earlier. Uh, and then the Blues were the number one team in the West all year. We didn't have That's exactly Vladimir why they're not going to We didn't have Vladimir Tarasenko since October like 20th, and now we have him back fully healthy. That is fresh blades. We've seen what Tarasenko can do with a few days with of With who? Tara Sanko, I said it right. No, you not did to, not. Yes, I did. I'm not talking I about our freaking mu- mascot. I caught that. Uh, when you hear this back, God you'll know that damn. I said it right. I'm not talking about our mascot. Uh, <laughs> but we've seen what a few days of rest can do for Vladdy. He skates so much better, and he's so much more lethal. He's had nine months off. He's going to just be like, all right, well, I'm going to score 72 goals in three games. Let's go. So I think he's going to be the X factor in the Blues making it back to the Stanley Cup final. Um, I just think there's so much firepower in in the Avalanche. They're just they're they're gonna they're gonna out outshoot every team that they play against. I agree with that. Um, but something that I've also been thinking about during this quarantine is, especially, I think the champion is going to come out of the West, um, no matter who mates it, because when you look at the West versus the East, the West is so much more physical and less skill based. Besides Colorado. All these players haven't been on ice in months. Colorado is still super physical. Though. They are super physical, though. So I could see that pick happening, and they would win. They would sweep whoever comes out the East. But like the Blues and the Avs, they they have plenty of skilled players, but they play such a physical game that the speed players and skilled players in the East are just going to get pummeled by them, and they're not used to taking hits anymore. And they have been see, on I ice think forever. I think the Avalanche could actually match the physicality. Uh, I agree. Main, I think it would be a great matchup. I think you would the, go the main games. difference for me is are are the goalies and the fact that Colorado can d- undoubtedly outscore St. Louis. See, I'm going to take the leadership in St. Louis and our goaltender. Other than that, I think they match up because you look at the regular season games; they split two two in regular season matchups, and all the games. It's going to be so good. It's I really like hope it happens. Like, St. Louis, Colorado, Western final, that would like, be ideal. That would be the perfect scenario, and if Colorado comes out of it, I'm not mad because they're the only team that I think the, that could beat the Blues in this year's playoffs. And same thing with the Avalanche. I think they won't be mad the Blues go through because I think they know that they're the only team that matches up against the Avs. So I think one of those two teams are going to be between 20 COVID Cup champions. Well, there you have it. There's our predictions for the West. We'll dive into the East a little bit more 
in episode 24 coming up next week. We'll have our predictions like we just did all the way up into the East final. And we'll make sure to remember who our West champion was so we can actually say who we think is going to be hoisting the cup come October. Bart is our big UFC fan, big in-house UFC guy. As you guys know, uh, we had a major weekend in the UFC come up just a couple weekends ago, and we want to dive into that just a little bit, just a little bit more to kind of wrap up episode 23. So, Bart, let's hear some takes on what you saw over the past couple weekends. Yeah, so so starting with uh, UFC 251, we had three title fights that game right so we had uh and they all they're all keeping their belts right usman over masvidal volkanovsky uh keeps his featherweight peter Jan keeps his bantamweight so uh i was i was on the road at that time so i wanted to ask you guys what y'all thought thought about those fights i think that the masvidal usman fight should have been over long before it got called um, I and maybe not called, but you could tell that Usman was going to win that fight right out of the gate. Masvidal just it just felt like he wasn't ready, honestly. This Usman just did whatever he wanted to, and quite frankly, for me, it was kind of a boring fight in the sense that you knew what was going to happen before Usman even did it. Um, I did like that that little toe stomp that he had in there. I really like that. Um, but that was just one of those things where you just knew that it was coming. And while it was a good technically sound fight by Usman, I think for the, for the, for the Fairweather fan, I think that was a really boring fight, but I mean, he still has, he still has his belt. That's all that matters. Yeah. I agree with that. Like Masvidal, his whole approach was that was to make sure he stayed on his feet and not go to ground because Usman loves being on the ground. So he did really good defending takedowns. But then Usman was just like, okay, I'm going to hold you against the fence and stomp on your feet for five minutes. So, like, I don't know. That was – it was a boring fight, but it was also a really good fight at the same time. Um, I think all the fights, besides uh, the Paige Van Zandt fight, like, none of them went to ground. It was all basically kickboxing. Um, a stand-up. Yeah, wasn't thrilled about that because I liked seeing the takedowns and seeing them struggle um, out of try and be submitted. Like, So, I think all the fights were kind of boring, but they also had good moments, highlight moments. Um, but, yeah, the Usman fight was – like I, I wanted Usman to win going in. Um, I thought he deserved to keep the belt. And Masvidal was, like, acting all confident all week, going, flying to Rome to have pizza. And, like, okay, dude, you have a fight with six days notice. You should probably be in the film room at least or training some form. Um, yeah, honestly, when I, when I watched the, the highlights of uh, some of those fights – uh, Usman un- undoubtedly, like it, it just looked like he dominated from the beginning, right? I but before that fight, I knew that if it was going to be a technical fight, Usman was was going to win it, right? If if Masvidal wanted to win, that he needed to like cause some, 
I don't know. I, I, he needed to cause like some dysfunction, throw off Usman, do, do, you know, land some major shots. And, and Masvidal, honestly, from even in the highlights, I could tell that he was tired by round three, you know? So, and, and that those foot stomps, I mean, if that really, if that really caused that much damage, then, uh, I don't know, but I, but, but I definitely agree. I think it, it should have been a better fight for what it was advertised, but Usman keeps the belt. Uh, I definitely think it's time for, for him to face off uh, Gilbert Burns in his next fight. So we'll see what happens there. Also on the welterweight, uh, uh, Covington is, is calling out Tyron Woodley. I think it'd be a great matchup. Uh, especially, great. yeah, I think, I think Woodley needs to uh, come back and, and show that, that he can entertain after it was, uh, honestly, he had a disappointing fight against Gilbert Burns and it was a pretty obvious, uh, loss. Uh, Volkanovsky, I'm not exactly sure who, uh, who's coming up the ranks here that, uh, has a chance. I mean, uh, this is the second time he fought, uh, Max Holloway. Uh, which it looked uh, like a pretty pretty even fight. No, Matt Holloway deserved to win that fight. Uh, this was absolutely so he got terrible. robbed twice. Then yeah, he absolutely got robbed. He easily won three of the five rounds. He probably won four of the rounds. Um, it was just really bad. Yeah. So I mean, I, so so maybe then the UFC is going to have him fight for a third time. Then uh, possibly they absolutely should or <laughs> at least have somebody go in there to just knock out uh, Volko. So Matt Holloway can actually have a legitimate chance at winning the title, because yeah, it like hearing the scores from the refs, I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like how?" Yeah, like, Matt Holloway dominated three rounds easy, had a questionable fourth one, and then Volko only won one, 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 one round by most people's estimations. Like you know how they have that Twitter feed in the bottom corner. Like everyone's just saying Holloway's winning. UFC fighters say Holloway's winning. Other judges are saying Holloway's winning. Like I wouldn't have been surprised if Joe Rogan and Dana White were on that Twitter feed saying Holloway was winning and then he loses. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just causes even more drama, which is kind of what the UFC kind of feeds off of too. So, I mean, we'll see if maybe they'll, they'll, they'll have a number three then. Cause I, I don't really see anyone else in the ranks that maybe could, you know, provide a better, a better fight. Uh, and then Peter Jan, uh, we'll, we'll see who, who, who he'll be fighting next, but I think Aljamain Sterling has shown a lot. Uh, so hopefully that's who it's going to be. Yeah. 100% who's going to be that, that that's, I, I think that's what it, what it should be too. So that, that'll be really, that'd be a really good fight. Uh, and then yesterday, uh, Oh my God, I, I'm forgetting how to say this guy's name, but I don't know how to help you there. <laughs> yeah. Same. Figgy. <laughs> Uh, Figurito, I think that's how you say it. I don't know. I'm throwing it out there, but uh, I'm not. I'm not the biggest UFC fan, but I'm starting to get into it a lot more. This guy, money. Uh, yeah, Bart's more of a NASCAR guy. <laughs> He's more of an anything where he can lose money gambling. For, pretty much, yes, pretty much. Uh, but dudes, this guy, he fought uh, Benavido for for a second time. And good lord, if you watch the highlight of that fight, 
this guy has some insane, just insane punches. Just knocked him back so many times. Benavido, I give him all the props in the world. I would have retired after the first fight that they had together because he got his face smashed both times. But Benavido wouldn't give up until he literally ran out of air. Like he went unconscious and uh, Figueredo, uh uh, is, is the new flyweight champion after uh, Cejudo retired earlier this year. So that was, if you have time, check out that fight. That shit was dope. Also, Rose deserves a chance at the, the strawweight belt. So hopefully that, that happens. I think she will eventually. Oh, uh, it should be the next fight. She, she's ranked number I, one now, so it should okay. 100% be the next fight. It will. It definitely will, and I think that that's going to be a great fight. or It's going to be one that everyone's going to love to see. So this isn't exactly the last segment that we have. Since Matt isn't here with us, you haven't heard his voice in a little while, he usually does a segment called Match Shenanigans, where he goes through these different stories throughout the week, and it's just these crazy stories that – kind of make you scratch your head or or go, you know, like, that actually happened? Instead, if you've missed it or if you've been wondering, well, you haven't quite done these quite yet, we're going to finish out our false top five as the very last segment of episode number 23. Bart's really excited about this, so I'm going to start with him. All right. All right, let's get it. Since I was on a hiking trip uh, last weekend, I was like, why not do top five worst hikers? Uh, number five, I have I have whiners, 100%. I mean, no one likes, especially on a walk when you're trying to enjoy nature and stuff like that. Uh, number four, I have uh, people that play loud music. Uh, the whole point is to enjoy nature and nature sounds. Don't do that. What don't, if you play, play loud nature sounds on your speaker? In nature, that sounds redundant <laughs> what if and you, unnecessary. What if you want Wait. all the nature, though? Wait, so you went hiking through, like, the woods and stuff? Yeah. So would yeah. whale sounds be okay? <laughs> 100%. Okay. I saw snow. Wow. That was cool. In July. Yeah, I, bet that, I bet that would have been, honestly, to see that this this late in the summer. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, I would have cried. <laughs> I'd have cried of joy. Yeah, it was it oh. was much less. It was so hot too. I I have no idea how that snow stayed so cold. <laughs> but <laughs> anyways, moving on. Uh, the unprepared hiker. Uh, I think you should always be semi prepared. At least wear decent shoes and at least bring a water bottle. I mean, well, let's. I, I absolutely hate it when I have to cut short a hike just because someone didn't bring enough water or something like that. Luckily, it didn't happen to me this uh, on my trip, but I'm just saying that is that is a pet peeve of mine. The overprepared hiker or the person that spends like a ridiculous amount of money on hiking gear. This is more like my parents' friends who maybe go like once a year and spend like $400 on gear. Like, bro, you can just wear a t-shirt. Um, and then 
my last one is uh, the hiker that just goes for like the pictures and stuff. I just think it's kind of annoying. I mean, do what you want, but like the uh, Instagram guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I don't like those I, people I, in general. I do definitely take pictures when I, when I'm out there, but uh, for example, uh, some of the views, like you just when you take a picture, you just don't. It's just not the same feeling, like, and you don't get that depth, and I don't know, it's, it's, it, it's a it feeling like a connection. Exactly, it doesn't do it justice whatsoever. So you know, whenever you're going on a hike, go out there, appreciate it. Uh, hiking's awesome. I love it. I really Except like this, that one. This this state sucks for hiking. Yeah, that's a little. You mean bit. you can't hike through cornfields? Sure. Legally, Maybe if I'm but... running from the cops, sure. Which happened in at, at NIU once. That was entertaining. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, story for the next it. pod. It's you one should, of, one you of should my fond memories. Huh? You should tell that story in episode 24. All right, we'll do. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Kevin, what do you got? All right, my top five for this week, or for all top five, is top five desserts. Uh, so if anyone knows me, you know I hate coffee. I've never, well, okay. I can't say I've never tried it before because now I've tried it. It makes me want to throw up. Um, so number five is tiramisu, which is some sort of coffee drenched dessert. I've never had it. Don't want to have it. Uh, number four is coffee cake. I don't even know if coffee cake is actually made with coffee in it, but it has it coffee is. in the name. So, uh, well, yep, even more reason not to like it. Coffee cake is really good. Nope. But it doesn't taste anything like coffee, in my opinion. This list just sounds like you just don't like coffee really nope. bad. Wait, no, that's just the first two. Number right. three right. is Whatever. rice pudding. I okay, believe you have gross. to be 97 years old to eat this. But I've never had it. I'm just assuming it's terrible. Chris says it's gross, and he's from the country, so it must be true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Chris also doesn't like chocolate. so Or peanut butter. You don't like peanut butter either? No. What the? I live Both on peanut gross. butter. Oh my uh, anyways, horrible. number two, bread Disgusting. pudding. This is just another weird type of pudding. Like, why are you putting bread in pudding? Is that is that how it's made? I don't actually know how bread pudding is made either. These are all desserts I've never had before. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most false top five of all time. Exactly. False top five. Good God. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> I have had this one before. What? So I can't speak on it. Is cheesecake? What? So let me explain. So there's some what? really great cheesecakes out there. Like I, like the first time I went to the Cheesecake Factory, I had this pineapple upside down cheesecake. Phenomenal, delicious. However, just like plain cheesecake or like cheesecake with like a single strawberry and some strawberry syrup on it. Like, it's overrated. It's not that great. It tastes too much like cream cheese. I hate the actual taste of cream cheese. Like That's I the cook OG. With it mix, what do you I, put on bagels? Uh, I, I'll put cream cheese on it. I'm just like, it's light. Or I'll do like strawberry cream cheese or like black cherry cream cheese. Like, cream cheese has to be flavored for me to like it. Like, my buffalo chicken dip, I put cream cheese in it. But I put more hot sauce in it. Or more well, yeah, like I don't even... cheddar cheese in it so that you can't even taste the cream cheese because I hate the taste of cream cheese. But cheesecake is so hyped 
but it's by far not even the best dessert and there's so many better desserts out there so i mean if you don't like cream cheese that that i mean that just ruins it right there so i I can't blame you in that sense yeah if it's flavored i like it a lot (laughs) i mean this Um, this top wow yeah it's the most false top five we've had by far so like i can't even argue with you because you're just your your opinions some of them are based on things that you've never but it's the name or the content of them. <laughs> like, why is rice pudding a thing? Who thought, hey, we have this great pudding here. Throw some rice in there. You know what? It was left over from the meal. Just throw it in the pudding. Just eat it all up. I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't think that's exactly how it went, but, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll roll. But it. if we don't know the actual history of it, that's how it's going in my book. I have learned some really <laughs> shocking things in just the past five minutes. And this is this is incredible. I mean, Chris, you don't like peanut butter or chocolate? No. Wow. It's a spawn of Satan. I am. You're I, the spawn of Satan. I used to well, be allergic yeah. to peanut butter, so I don't really like peanut butter that much. But wait, allergic to peanuts or peanut butter? Peanuts. <laughs> I was about to say, are you just allergic to peanut butter? No. Well, okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I, he, he he said peanut butter, so I said peanut butter. Okay. That's that's. Wait. And you said you used to be. Are you not still allergic to? Peanut I I'm not. No. Apparently, I grew. I just grew out of it. So that's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Just like yeah. you can oh, grow yeah. into my, allergies. My my sister used to have like so many different allergies, and now she can eat half of it. <laughs> half that's the awesome. stuff. So, we're yeah. learning so much stuff right now. All right, I'm going to finish this off with the top five things that happen during quarantine. Since sports are coming back this week, it has been a rocky four months, and I just kind of want to run through the top things that we've probably seen, or at least some of us have seen over the past few months without sports. Number one, I've seen my stock portfolio plummet. That was fun. (laughs) That was fun just to log in every day and say, oh, Lost another 10%. Looks like I'm going poor. Getting poor by the, by the minute. Literally, I'm Chris, what kind of stocks do you I'm, own? I'm literally oh, watching. Oh, Matt. Hello. Oh, Matt's <laughs> back. Yeah. Oh, he was on mute for 20 minutes, apparently. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. No, but like. Surprise I just, appearance. I just log in and just see help. Oh, there's another 20 cents. There's another 20 cents. There's another 20 cent, and that's for eight hours. So that was fun. That was fun to watch. Also, lost my job during quarantine, so that was pretty cool too. That's had to deal depressing. With, had to deal with my unemployment, and that was that was pretty. Are pretty you getting awful. that back soon? What your job? My job? No, absolutely not. That's not happening at all. Ever? But really, next season. Until next season, it probably will, as long as you know. There's a vaccine and fans in the stands, but yeah, as far as my job in pro sports, I'm done for the year. Kind of stinks, but you know, happens for a reason, I guess. Anyway, that's another discussion for another time. But another thing I've been doing, watching reruns of sports highlights. And let me tell you, that is the worst. You know why? Because it's sports right in front of you, but you know what happens. It sucks. It's like, cool, I'm reliving these good memories, but that's it. I can only watch the same highlight a hundred times over. So I need live sports again, guys. On top of that, my summer plans have been destroyed. So that was, that's that's uh, that goes into number two for me. Top, what do you mean? You got things. a couch? You got a whatever else you bought from Matt? Yeah, well, hiking, bro. 
Well, <laughs> well, I did start working out again, so that's good. That's overrated. Um, you're right. You're 100% right. I hate it. Anyway, um, no, I was going to go to a lot of baseball games. I was going to watch another cup parade. Like, I just yeah, yeah. so many plans just gone. And I don't know, man. No. Another cup parade. You another cup parade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you caught that? Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Bart. I didn't mean to offend you. I'm offended. <laughs> and number five, I think we'll Hashtag all Hashtag appreci- cancel Chris. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Chris canceled. <laughs> all right, Chris, uncancel yourself. Let's oh, okay, okay. We're just making sure. <laughs> number five. Okay, number one, I think we'll all appreciate this. Run out of toilet paper. Because that happened I, I the day the toilet paper purge started. Yikes. My mom and, was so prepared. Oh, man. So was my mom. She had like eight months worth of supply because she has like hers subscribed through Amazon. So they just send it every month. Oh, that's nice. So she had a ton. And I was like, clutch, I'm going home, grabbing a few rolls. Golden. My mom well, just bought like a lot before Corona started. And we don't have to buy toilet paper for like a year. Guys, uh, nice. this is this is an admission. Um, I don't use toilet paper. Yeah, we know you use what? wipes. Well, I use the uh, I use the white piece. Huh. He he's bougie like that. Um, he's got man. money to spend apparently, but he won't Jesus. buy us beer. Wow. When did well, this? All right, hold on. What? <laughs> Matt Matt keeps refusing to buy me blue season tickets, and it blows my mind. Yeah, I you know I just. But I he can buy himself wipes. Yeah, no Chris, you can, my, you, you can buy. You know, what? unlike you, I invested my millions of dollars in my stock portfolio very well. So we're just gonna have to wait and see how that does. Uh, yeah, well, I'm I'm done anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, that's my that's my top five things that have happened to me during quarantine, and I'm happy that it's over. Well, at least sixty percent of those are over, but I'll let you guys decide which ones. We're done, and which ones I have, or I'm still continuing. Well, you still, anyway. still don't have a job, so we know that one. Well, that's one of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's going to wrap it up for us for episode number 23. Thank you again, y'all, for joining us, and we'll catch you next week here on Inside the Minds. Doodles. <laughs>